Welcome to the Spirit K-Talk podcast. Uh, For the whole month of July, I've decided to do a podcast that is in relation to being more peaceful and more calm within yourselves. The podcast will be recorded in this uh, tone, um, which some of you may love, some of you may not love so much. It is a calmer kind of podcast that I am aiming for um, for the next four weeks. So I hope that you will enjoy it and you will play it and replay it um, as I'm going to talk about some personal things, but also I'm going to talk about how the practices relate. Welcome to Spirit Month, which is all July. I am dropping podcasts about just basically a calmer mind and a peace of mind, which is why most of the podcasts that you will hear are going to be recorded in this tone, which is my meditational and my hypnosis tone, not really the hypnosis tone, but more so meditation. I'm doing this because I feel like to talk about some of the principles that we are going to discuss, it really does require a lower energy than I generally have on the podcast. So this one is the first of the podcast, and this one is about Stoic principles. So one of the things that I have done, most of you have known that Uh, 2022 was a pretty difficult year for me, and 2023 came with the consequences of 2022. And after a lot of things have happened, not very great things, I needed to go back to the drawing board of life. And a couple years ago, I was very much so into Wu Wei. I still am. Um, But it opened up a door for me to a different, you could say, playing field. Um, I believe, as you know from the websites in general, I really do believe in self-development. And I think in order to get a level of self-development, there are some things that you have to put into practice, Um, whether you are spiritual or whether you are universal, whatever the term is you'd like to use, Um, because life just doesn't happen just like that. And so I wanted to share some stoic principles that I've, well, I've known. So for two years, two years ago, I was much better at this. But life happens, and I kind of fell off of the wagon. Now I'm back on. So the series that I'm dropping is really a series of how these things have helped me. Um, I'm thinking I may do a business version of this as well because I do believe that stoic practices work not just for personal lives, but they also work in terms of business as well. Um, So let me talk to you about the stoic principles. So the stoics have different principles, which are courage, temperance, justice, and wisdom. Those are the four fundamental, call them the foundational principles. But there are practices that one could do every day in your own life. And those are the ones that I want to talk about. So you have um, three things um, that I find that any basic, whether you believe in Stoicism or not, it is a basic fundamental truth that you can practice. First is identifying what you can control. Okay, this is this is really for me. This is where I had started in Stoicism. 
was controlling my reactions by understanding not everything is in my control. So therefore reacting to it is wasting a lot of my energy and my time because there's nothing I can do about it. The next one is memento mori. Okay, this is basically, I think, what freaks people out the most. This is also known as the death meditation. So basically, the idea of this is you will die. So the present that you live in, like recording the podcast right now, I should really do my best. And this is really the only moment that matters. No moment after this, because there may be no moment after this. And this really puts life into perspective, at least for me, and how I'd like to go out. It's not that you are manifesting death on yourself. It's just reminding yourself that you're only here for a short period of time. So get to work. The next and most important principle that I actually really, really focus myself on is accountability. But for Stoics, the word responsibility is there. So it's basically taking responsibility for everything that involves you. This means that no more blaming other people. It's coming to terms with the things that you are responsible for um, versus what you are not responsible for. Um, but anything with you, you'd be responsible for. And then finally is the evening reflections, to which I will be honest, I have definitely failed at that. I can do the mornings but not the evenings. The evening reflection is supposed to be the sort of the summary of your day. You being able to see where you were excellent as a human and where you perhaps needed to do some more work. Um, I do reflect. I just don't write it down on paper, which I guess doesn't really work. Um, but those are, those are the easy everyday practices. Now, I want to talk about the fundamental principle, which is what we can change versus what we cannot. For me personally, in Stoicism, this has been the foundation of me as a person. I am a very reactionary, impulsive person, you could say that, and I noticed over time it was diminishing my mental health, which is this idea of always getting so annoyed and irritated by situations that I cannot control, i.e., when I was fired a couple years ago, I couldn't do anything about that, but it kind of upset me, but also I can't change that. So why do I want to spend time there? It's also in stoicism, there's also something called the feedback loop, which is thoughts, emotions, and actions. So all of your thoughts dictate your emotions, which like which dictate your actions. And for me, Emotions are overly controlling all the time. So that's something that I really had to work on as a person. And stoicism was really, really helpful and fundamental, I believe, in getting me to that situation. Um, because unfortunately, I'm just sometimes it's just like that. Um, so that is one of the principles that for me, especially starting stoicism, that was extremely helpful. So firstly, if you don't even know what Stoicism is, some people have no idea. Um, the Stoics uh, are from ancient Rome, and they are, or were, and still are today, a diverse set of people that have varying, well, they have the fundamental principles, but their version of a best life is not dictated by materialistic goods. Um so you may be familiar with Marcus Aurelius, Emperor Marcus Aurelius, and you may be familiar with Epictetus, 
or Epictetus, I can never say his name, um, who was a crippled former slave. The purpose of people always talking about the two of them is simply, um, for example, the meditation, which is a fantastic thing. I think everybody should read it. Um, but also the stoicism is just not for one set of people, meaning that an emperor and a slave can also practice stoicism and both have full lives, um, which is very important because a lot of times when we talk about practices, they're not really for everyone. They're for a certain class of people. Um, but everybody can practice Stoism, the fundamentals. Um, <clears throat> it is an ancient Roman philosophy. Um, and of course, after that, you also have the Socratic and Platonic um, additions to it as well, in terms of a life. Um, it is a huge thing in philosophy, probably one of my favorite subjects in philosophy. I am a huge philosophy buff. I always have been. I'd like to be a philosopher, <laughs> if I could. Um, but yeah. So at the basis of Stoicism, it's about virtue, okay? So your true happiness really does lie um, in, you know, what drives your integrity, your ethical behavior, and your service. So living a life in Stoicism, it's about service. It's about living in your purpose and not spending a lot of time on pleasures. Um, and by pleasures, it's life is a balance. And with stoicism, it is the art of being still. So it is the art of not responding. How can you live a full life without responding um, to everything? Not everything needs a response. However, when it comes to stoicism and when it comes to making a decision, it is the art of doing, meaning that you will have to make an action, you will have to do something, but it's in firstly, understanding your emotional state before you do that. Um, people think that stoics are people that don't have feelings or they don't react or whatever. That's really not what it's about. Stoics do react. But the reaction has to be in match with the virtue, not an emotional reaction, which I can definitely say I am definitely a part of that, that problem and that percentage of people. Um, a lot of things move me in my life, but one of the things that Stoicism teaches that kind of sort of changed my original mindset was the fact that the person that moves you is your master. If you allow people to infiltrate you, they become your master because they basically control you as a person. Um, and I don't like anybody controlling me, so I have now tried to master my emotions. There are things in life that happen, specifically to me personally, which I will get on in other podcasts. But there are things in life that happen, and when they happen, they're absolutely awful dreadful and terrible. And one of the things that the stoic practice teaches, it's not that you shouldn't care because you should, but it's the fact of if it's in your control, the only thing that you are able to control is your own personal reaction and response to something. It's impossible for you to control things that have, that are out of your control. Getting fired to some extent is in your control, but once you're actually fired, that is no longer in your control. The decision is made, but what's in your control is what you do next and how you handle it. 
It's not that Stoics have great days every day because it's impossible. But what they do do is they do handle their day of parts of it that they can control. And that's the most important part here. It's not the fact that you have a bad day. It's how you control your day. The more control that you take over your day, which is the things that you can control, things will happen. People will cut you off. People will yell at you. They'll come at you in different ways. But it's how much of that you're letting in. Ultimately, with stoicism, you have a choice. And the choice is how you're going to process it. The choice is the actions that you are going to take. Because Stoics are doers. So irrespective, I'll give you an example. So for example, let's say you want to go to the gym, but you get up late. And now you're thinking, well, you know, like, I just don't really feel like going. If your plan was to go, you should go or find time to go in the day if it's possible. But then saying, well, I never had time in this and that time is in your control, meaning that you could decide to go. But when are you going to go? Right. The goal is really to be to have a simpler life, to take out some of the junk that we don't need. And I've done I've talked about this recently in a blog about being selfish Um There comes a time when in order for you to live a good life, the only way for you to do that is to first work on yourself, which sometimes makes you very selfish. Um, But it's something that has to be done in order for you to move forward. And it's not just this particular conversation. This is quite common with a lot of people. You know, the practice of stoicism is very important and it can cause you a lot of peace in your actual life. Like, and it doesn't go against religious beliefs if you are somebody that is religious. Um, But it is something that is, quite frankly, really important. Um, This has helped me a lot. And, you know, I will actually go into some detail as to how this has actually helped me. So, I believe a lot in neuroscience. I studied neuroscience. I get how it's helpful, and it is extremely helpful. Um, And I've used some of those practices matching with stoicism. So when I had talked about auditing, auditing is very similar to um, Marcus's ideas about reflecting in the evening, except instead of me reflecting in the evening, I actually take time and a moment to audit my thoughts. Some people don't really understand this. They think that auditing and reflecting is the same, and it kind of sort of is, but reflection usually requires some level of you engaging with what you've done, Um, where auditing is more so like, hmm, that's interesting. That's a very interesting reaction I'm having to this. And I'll give you an example of auditing versus reflecting. So when I, um, so the other day, my sister, um, so my sister runs a lottery group, which I don't really, anyways, that's a whole other story. So she runs a lottery group and I guess the season or whatever was over. So she told me that I owed her 50 bucks. I said, okay, fine, I'll pay you your 50 bucks. But then I didn't see her for like a couple of weeks. We talked, but I didn't see her. Now keep in mind, this is my sister. So she has my email, and my phone number. Sorry, my phone number and she could text me. And we do text. So come like maybe a week later, she groups me into this email and says, uh, my name and somebody else's name, we owe her 50 bucks. We haven't paid her. 
And my immediate reaction was such anger and such fury, like I was livid. Now, I didn't engage with these thoughts. Um, I was just so mad, like I was, I was irritated. And again, instead of me reacting, I took a moment and I said to myself, okay, that's a very strong reaction. Um, really, really strong. And I wrote it down in a journal that I have. This is something I need to revisit because why am I so mad about my name being in a name, which is really inappropriate. She shouldn't have done that. But the same thing is my reaction was very, like it was immediate anger, like in the red room kind of anger. And like, you know, I, I just, I just audited it. I knew that this is what's going on. And clearly my thought process, which after that I had a string of thoughts, um, was not good. <clears throat> Now, where reflection came into this is I did write it in a notebook I have. I then thought about it. Okay, so clearly I was really triggered more so than usual. Why was I triggered by this? What did this symbolize for me? And the thing was, what it really symbolized was my father has a problem paying bills. I've talked about this on the podcast before. And it, when I you know, and when you are directly related to somebody, no matter what people say, they judge you based on that other person. That's just a fact. So when I had read the email, I'm like, it it triggered me because in my process of reflection, my problem is not really with what she said. It's this issue I have with money because of my father and people's thoughts about me not being able to pay them or whatever because of what he does, borrowing money and stuff like that. And um, that's the difference between auditing. I didn't sit and reflect in the moment, but I I audited how angry I was. And then I decided to sit down later and reflect on to why I was so upset about it. And that's really the difference. And stoicism, I'm not going to say stoicism doesn't really promote auditing it re- it promotes reflecting because if you can sit down and think about sort of your interactions in the day later on you'll you'd be able to sit down and really think about why you did that or why did you act that way or why were you nasty or why you had a really great day which kind of helps you build more positive habits which i completely agree with um i think it's also ultimately about living a simpler life. If I understand why those kinds of conversations upset me, then I'm going to be able to not be so annoyed every single time they happen. And the process about stoicism that I love the most, it's about living in peace. You can't always live in peace with other people. Firstly, I don't think you can live in peace with other people unless you make a choice to do so. And sometimes that is pulling yourself or extracting yourself out of environments that cause a lot of harm. Um, now, there are some situations that I feel like no matter if you're the Teflon Don, they affect you regardless, um, just because of how things are done. Um, I in no way am perfect, and I don't have perfect days with stoicism, but I feel like I'm going to share my own personal journey with you, and hopefully, maybe I'll be more enlightened at the end of it. Thank you so much for tuning in and I hope to chat to you super soon and I hope that you actually use some of these practices in your daily life.